New, 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 new. All right, new part time. Uh, first up, a little bit of reminder. We will not have Adabox for everyone. So you should sign up now at adabox.com. There are a few slots available. We will be out for sure by the time we're shipping in March or April. So do it now. Yes. Okay, green clue. clue. Why is the code, code green clue? Okay, so here's the deal. Um, as you may know, uh, right now in China, a lot of factories are shut down due to coronavirus outbreak and they want to minimize the outbreak, which is a good thing. And that means that uh, one of our PCB houses that we like that sends us our beautiful matte black PCBs is currently shut down. And we're not exactly sure when they'll be back. So in the meantime, um, we want to keep the electrons flowing. We're going to have some of our PCBs available in green. This is a special edition. Think of it that way um, until we are able to get back to our beautiful Adafruit black. Green is still perfectly fine. Uh, it's like also kind of unique because we almost never do green PCBs. So here's the clue. Um, it's green for Earth. It's green. And uh, it works just the same, uh, it's just green. But um, if you are wanting to pick up a clue and uh, for the alpha version, um, you might get a green one, you might get a black one. Uh, can't really control which one you're gonna get. Um, so just be cool and flexible. And if you really, really need a black one, um, hold on. um, then uh, please hold tight. Mm. Sorry, it's not focusing. This is a new, new thing. Um, if you really need a black one, please just hold tight and uh, we'll get black PCBs soon. If you don't care, order one now. Yeah, and uh, this is a shout out for Bill who just mentioned this. This is the AT Makers Edition. Yes, that's so right. So there you go. That's why it's green. That's why it's green. Uh, all right, cool. Next up. We've got these silicone wires now with uh, DuPont uh, premium male male headers on each end. These are great for making jumpers onto your breadboard, but um, unlike our plain uh, wires, these are silicone. So I'll show them on the overhead. So you get 40 and they come in different colors and they're silicone. So they're um, really temperature resistant and they're very, very flexible um, and they're nice and durable. So they're a little bit more expensive uh, than our plain PVC coated wires, but you know, they're silicone. So that's what you get, get what you pay for. But right. I like them. Next up. Uh, we have an update. Uh, Pimeroni has finally released the Pi 4 version of this uh, Picade console. So they have a version that's like an all-in-one kind of arcade cabinet. This one, you put the Raspberry Pi 4 inside, you have all the wiring, there's no soldering required, and then you can catch it up over HDMI, as you see here, to whatever monitor or TV you'd like. Uh, we've sold this for a bit, and it's just now updated for the Pi 4, um, which we recommend because, of course, it's going to be a really great emulation experience with uh, that high speed. Uh, you can pick any amount of RAM for the Pi 4. You don't need like the one with four gigabytes of RAM. One, one gigabyte is plenty. Um, but pick it up. I know we've been out of stock of this for a bit and we're glad to have it back and updated. Next up. We got this little chip. This little chip is a uh, motor controller. It's an H-bridge and I like it because it's just an eight dip, breadboard friendly, has a single H-bridge um, in it, two half bridges. Uh, so it's perfect for controlling a motor. Uh, it runs from like two and a half volts up to 12 volts. Um, you can use any voltage for the motor and then use a three volt signal to control it. Just give it PWM signals or on and off signals. And it's a really easy way to control a motor. Okay, and do you wanna demo? show this little motor demo? Yeah, it's a demo. So this is just me you know, showing it. I'm using a feather with some Arduino code or CircuitPython code. See the wiring is really simple. Just needs a couple of power wires, a couple of ground wires. 
and uh, you can send signal to turn the motor on off in either direction. It's just the H bridge. You have to provide the PWM signal. Okay, and next up. This cool case. It's a Lego compatible case. We have a similar case, but uh, they came out with a version that is Lego brick compatible. Um, so it's got Lego brick compatibility on the top and the bottom. So you can put bricks on top, you can put it on top of some bricks. I think it'd be kind of neat, especially if you're crafting an electronic project, maybe using uh, some um, you know, Lego robot stuff and you maybe want to connect a Metro or an Arduino to it. So anything that's Metro or Arduino shaped should fit just fine. Uh, and then you even have slots for plugging in shields. Wonderful. Yeah, we're not watching Lego Masters right now, but it, because we're doing a show, but I'm going to try to watch it later. Um, our Twitter friend, Amy and Crystal, uh, are on that show and there's a new show about building Lego stuff so I'm looking forward to seeing that and maybe I'll, I'll use this case to make my own Lego creation. Next up. Very cool. Um, this is part one of a two-part series. Uh, also for Primarily we have uh, this is the wiring loom. So this is a wiring harness and on one end you've got these and on the other end you got these and this is for connecting um, joysticks and um, arcade buttons to their X-Player USB adapter, but it's also kind of just a handy thing if you ever want to, um, you want to have a lot of wiring connections for um, arcade connectors, which use these like spade lug things and joysticks, and then there's even like a power wire set in the middle there. So lots of um, arcade button connectivity. Yeah. And it's what it looks like. You get, you know, these three cables, and this is the wiring loom. Okay, next up. Okay, next up, what do you plug that into? Well, you plug it into this. This is the Player X uh, controller. So um, if you have a computer or Raspberry Pi or anything with USB, you could plug in an HID joystick or button setup to make a custom controller. Um, and this is what it does. You basically have a USB connection um, on the end there and the micro USB, and then you have all these plugs that you use with that wiring loom to make a custom arcade setup. Um, so this doesn't come with the cable setup. You would get a separate cable setup, or you can make your own custom cable setup. You don't need to use it with a Raspberry Pi. No, it's, it says Pi-Kate on it, but it's actually for use with any computer. Like you can plug into a Mac, Windows, Chromebook, whatever, to make a custom arcade setup. Okay, next up. Uh, next up, we got, you can tell we got a shipment of Pimerone stuff. So this is the Enviro Fat. I don't know if they're using the word fat anymore, but I think it's fat, so fat it up. Uh, this is an Enviro add-on for Raspberry Pi. You get a light and proximity sensor, you get a barometric pressure and humidity sensor, you get a temperature sensor, and you get an I2S microphone. So you can even do some like voice stuff or audio stuff. And there's a little display, which is really cute, and it's all Python programmable. So you can uh, make your own indoor environmental sensing setup. It's not meant for outdoors because it's not protected. Um, but for indoor sensing, it's great. So you, uh, they even have a demo where when you put your hand over the light sensor, it goes to um, the next uh, display, and I can show it on the overhead real fast. It is uh, Pi Zero shaped, but you don't have to use it with a Pi Zero. Of course, it'll work just fine with a Pi Four. I think we're missing 10. I think this should be 23, not 13. Um, and then here's the demo. You can tap it, and it will tell you the barometric pressure uh, in uh, hectopascals, and then the next one is, uh, you know, the humidity percentage, pretty dry in here, and um, the light levels as well. So um, really neat and easy to use. Um, pair this up with Adafruit I.O. maybe, or some other data logging service. You can get environmental data from your home onto the internet or just display it on this nice screen. 
We also have uh, two square displays from Primarily. This is their Hyperpixel Square Kit. Let me see if I can get this booted up while I chat about it. So these are 720 by 720 um, pixel displays. And um, there's two versions. One has a capacitive touch and one doesn't. You pay a little bit more for the capacitive touch, mm -hmm. but they both look beautiful. Um, so this is the capacitive touch showing off the demo. And um, it's full 60 frame per second because it uses the native, it uses like almost all the pins on the Raspberry Pi, um, but it does that so you can have like a direct TTL display connection. And it's cool because they're square. So it's 720 pixels by 720 pixels, um, which is a pretty good resolution. You can definitely see a desktop. Um, I think these were probably used for like, um, uh, like uh, environmental sensing uh, in a house or something, like a, um, like a Honeywell, um, what's it called? Like a temperature thing, whatever. Thermostat? Thermostat, thank you. Um, okay, so this is the capacitive touch one. Let's see, yeah, there you go. So it boots up. Um, it looks like a beautiful display, and of course, you know, you can even, you know, use the user interface. You can open up a terminal. You can connect up a uh, keyboard and mouse to it if you like. But it's a nice square display. Um, it's kind of unique. Uh, I like it. And then you've got one with the capacitive touch, and this one was a little plainer, and it doesn't have um, the capacitive touch at the bottom. So uh, pick whichever one you'd like. A little bit more for the capacitive touch, but maybe you don't need it. Um, and they all work with any Raspberry Pi, including the Pi Zero. But of course, the Pi 4, you'll get a better computer user interface because it's faster. Okay. Start of the show tonight besides our team, the community. New lady, is this? This is coming soon. This is an alpha. This is actually like my you know, first board. You can see the silk screen needs a little bit of work, and we're going to update that on the next order. Uh, this is the uh, Feather Sense. So it is a Feather Bluefruit, has the NRF52840, which is our favorite USB friendly. Bluetooth or Energy chipset, correct, as central peripheral. And we've sold um, this feather for a while, and in the middle, we would normally have an SWD debug port. And um, we did that because actually at the beginning, we weren't kind of sure that we did a really great job with the blue loader. Turns out we did, but in case we didn't, we wanted to make sure people could easily reprogram it. Well, it turns out uh, at this point, we're pretty confident with the bootloader. And so this version, um, I removed that SWD connector, and instead I put a smorgasbord of sensors. The same sensor set that's actually on the Clue. So if you like the Clue sensor set, but you don't want a display, this feather is going to be very similar in programming style. So in the center, we've got um, an APDS uh, light proximity color sensor, gesture sensor. We've got a BMP280 um, barometric pressure and temperature sensor. We have an SHT30 humidity sensor. We've got a LSM 60S accelerometer and gyroscope, and a LIST 3MDL magnetometer, as well as a PDM microphone. So like pretty much all the sensors, as well as all the basics you still get with the Feather Bluefruit, like two megabytes of QSPY for storage, um, the Bluetooth module with um, all the certifications and antenna, uh, NeoPixel, USB battery charging built-in, CircuitPython and Arduino support. So it's coming soon, sign up, and we'll get you one as soon as we have them in stock. Might be cool. And now it's